Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Here are your hosts, Christian Karashevitz and Jim Fuse. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Launch Your Live Show podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you not only be more confident on camera, but to help you launch that live show that you've been dreaming about and wanting to get launched. So I'm joined by Jim Fuse this week. Jim and I, you know, we started this because we know that live video is a touchy subject for a lot of people. A lot of people actually don't do live video because there's a lot to it. You know, on episode one, we talked about why you should do a live stream show or maybe why you should not. And that's because it is quite a commitment. So now that you have hopefully made the decision to launch your own show, what we want to talk about this week are the different formats for your live video show. So isn't that right, Jim? You know, live video, like there's lots of different formats and I don't want people to confuse that with the different types of live video as well. So what do we mean by choosing the right format for your live video show? Well, you want to make sure that whatever format you pick is going to resonate with your audience because that's what's going to bring them back because this is not going to be something that happens overnight where you have, you know, hundreds or thousands of theoretically millions of viewers. I mean, you got to be realistic. This is all about a game of consistency. And so if you're going to be consistent, you got to pick a format that you're going to be most comfortable with. The other thing is you got to remember is that your audience identification is extremely critical because not everyone is your audience. It's no different than when you talk to people about who they're trying to sell to. Not everybody is going to want to buy baby products or not everybody is going to want a new computer. So you have to really know who your audience is or create that avatar. And I'm sure we'll talk about that more on a future episode. So Christian, why don't you Give us what you think uh, some of these key factors are. So let's talk about, yeah, right, the different formats. So there's lots of different formats for live video. And, you know, when I first started, for example, I ran a solo show. When I started Social Chatter, that's my uh, weekly social media marketing talk show, it was just me. You know, I did that by myself. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to try to work with someone else. And so I did a single show where I was just basically doing everything. I was researching all the topics. I was running all the product, all the videos. Uh, what I was also doing was obviously then, you know, doing all the prep work. There was a lot involved. So that was one way uh, that you can use live video. Now, another format though, you know, is where like, if you really want to kind of offload or let's say split the responsibility, you can then run one where you have you and a co-host. And maybe it's just a little back and forth, for example, yin yang, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but that's a second format for live video. Is there a third one, Jim, that you can think of? Well, I would say it's actually two co-hosts with a guest and you consistently bring a guest on. And what people have to remember with that format, it's not about the two co-hosts. It's about the guest. Exactly. Because if point. you over talk the guest, almost like the competition of like, well, look, I'm smarter than you. I think you're going to see your show go down in flames pretty quickly. 
Definitely fantastic point there. You know, and so that's that's one option. You know, a fourth format that you can run is you can take the individual and you can then bring on a guest each week, you know, where like you're still doing all the work, but hey, now you have to also schedule out a guest. You know, is there another format you could think of uh, for live video? Well, well, I would say another format would be it's almost like you're creating a live webinar and you're teaching people about a specific topic that maybe you're an expert at that you want to teach folks. It could be screen sharing. It could be going through demonstrations of how to do stuff. And, and that a lot of times is going to require that you have worked that out up front because of the technical challenges of doing that. Definitely. So we talked about, you know, running your show solo. We talked about running it together with a co-host with you and just a co-host. We talked about doing one where it's you and just a guest, you, a co-host and a guest. That's actually what we do for social chatter right now. Um, in addition to that, you know, so great. There's all these different formats, but how do I pick the right one, Jim? I think you pick the right one by really what is the goal of your show? Is the goal of your show to get more people? I mean, a lot of times you hear, and by meaning more people, more people watching you. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I hear people say, oh, I want to monetize my show. And that's not something that's going to happen overnight. Because if you don't have, you know, a huge subscriber base, really, I almost look at doing a live show is similar to writing a book. You're not going to make a ton of money on book sales. The money comes from, as an example, I want you to watch my show so that you say, wow, Christian's really smart. He knows how to set up these shows. I want to work with Christian. That's really what the goal is, is you want people to work with you and whatever it is you do on a day-to-day -day basis. Because if you're just doing a show for the sake of doing a show, that's what you're going to get out of it. So you really got to have a, what is the, it's kind of like a lead magnet. What is it you want them to do next? Do you want them to subscribe to your email list? Do you want them to, you know, get on your show list so that you can start to feed them other things that will really generate revenue for your business? Definitely. Those are great points. So the other angle that I want to touch on real quick here, you know, we've talked about different formats. You know, I, I think it's the time commitment as well for picking the right format for your live show. I mean, you and I both, you know, we both run shows. Yours is a little different than mine. You know, you all touch on, uh, I think you touch on a particular topic, whereas we cover what's, you know, new in social media each week from all the different platforms, you know, with a guest. Um, but how much, you know, there's a lot involved, isn't it? So like, how, how did you, I guess, maybe decide, well, which format should I, I use? Well, in our, in my case, I, you know, I was invited by, by my co-host, uh, Tim, to join him in doing a show. And so I think, you know, the first couple episodes, it was just the two of us going back to your format of two people talking. But we really saw that in order to, I guess, generate what we thought would be more interest is we know we're not experts in everything. So let's bring on experts in these different areas of marketing right. to interview, to share with our audience. But the biggest thing is by having the two of us versus a solo is it's an accountability factor. Mm -hmm. We know that we can't let the other person down where if you're doing it by yourself, there's a good chance something could come up, you know, and, and I wonder if that was part of the reason why you decided to get a co-host as well, because that would help you in, in the longer run. 
Yeah, I, I definitely. So when I started, I mean, I think part of it was I started and my show was just, it was really long. It was like three hours of streaming and I liked it because I liked the interaction that I was having happen. And that, again, the reason that's important is because live video is about interaction. So if you, if you want to make a live show, but you don't want to interact with your audience, I would recommend that you go the route of just making a video and uploading it so you don't have to interact with your audience, even though that's the, that's totally against, you know, just the whole social aspect of things. Um, so at that point, you know, like I start, started my show it was three hours long and then I said, okay, I need to actually go and I need to start to narrow this down because, Hey, I'm spending three hours of my time doing this when I could be doing a whole lot of other things. I need to actually improve my show. So that we'll get into that topic, by the way, in a future episode about like writing a script and whatnot for your show, or at least scripting it out. But um, at that point, you know, I said, okay, I'm doing three hours of like my time. I want to bring somebody else on because if I'm just sitting there talking the whole time, maybe people get bored with that. So that's where I was like, okay, let me bring on a co-host. And so what we did was, uh, you know, it was myself. And then I started out with uh, Vincent Orlek on my show on social chatter. And basically then uh, what we did from there was, you know, I let that kind of evolve. And then I started bringing on a guest each week. So I moved basically from a single person to having two people to having three people on, you know, but back to what I said earlier, we talked about the time commitment. There's a lot involved when you pick a format for a show. So you have to, like you said, you have to look at, you know, a, uh, how much time do I have to devote to this? But you also have to t keep in mind just the accountability side. And I like that you mentioned that because, you know, when you do a live show, if you're doing it yourself, you're the only person that's going to make that business move. Unless you have some super engaged network that's tuning into your show every single week, you know, that your show is basically just going to be pretty stagnant. So, you know, it does help to be able to leverage triple audiences. Basically, if it's you and a co-host and a guest, that's three audiences that, you know, you can tap into to help get the word out. Now, so that's like a couple of different formats there, Jim, but um, what else do people need to know when they choose a format? Well, they got to make sure that whatever format they choose, that it's going to be something that is easily repeatable for them. The other challenge you have to think about whenever there's more than one person involved, mm -hmm. and we both have seen this happen, is the technology side. Right. And by that, we're meaning internet, we're meaning lighting. If you're bringing on a guest, what is their capability? And if you don't plan for this, you could really end up where your, your show is just not going to have high quality that week. And I think the most important thing, and I know we'll be covering this in future episodes, is you don't have to be perfect. First of all, it doesn't exist. That's right. actually, I think, even some of the the thrill, if you want to call it, of the live stream is like, it's kind of like the reality TV shows, what's going to happen. But I think from the perspective of work at a little bit of improvement mm -hmm. as you continue to do your live streams. So you may not have the equipment that uh, you and I now have, Christian, and, right. and I know we didn't start that way. Right. The biggest thing is about getting started. Exactly. Yeah, you got, you've got to get started with it. You know, it's And here's the thing. Uh, as you kind of mentioned there, like when I started, I started out with just myself, and then I've gradually evolved the show, you know? And so like... I didn't start with this. I didn't start with all the equipment I use, for example. I also, you know, once I started the show, I started to look at it and say, okay, well, what can I do better? And you know how I actually learned this? I actually watched other shows. So, you know, I might've watched, 
if it wasn't, if for example, when I started, it was quite a few years ago, we didn't have all the technology available, but you know, I started looking at it from the perspective of what does a TV show do? What does a movie do? Like a movie, it's basically a, a much longer version of a potential live stream show. So maybe I'll look at a TV episode. Maybe I'll even take a podcast and look at, well, what's that podcast doing? How can that be translated to a live video show? But, you know, I think back to the the key thing, at least, you know, A, it's getting started. So pick a format, go with it. And here's the thing, you can always change the format. So if you start out by yourself, make a part and make a friend, you know, bring on a co-host. And then that way you guys, you all can either A, help produce the show together, or B, you can leverage one another. So maybe you're on different time zones or things like that. Works fantastic for that. And then as things evolve, you can adjust the show. So then you might, for instance, bring on like some additional changes to your show. Maybe you decide, hey, you know what? Oh, we need to put an intro video in. Oh, we need an <laughs> outro video. Like we don't have to start with all of that. We just need to get started. So is there anything else you want to share with uh, with listeners uh, about choosing the right format for their live show? Well, and I think even what you brought up, the, the fact that, and maybe you didn't look at it that way initially, but in a sense, the unintended brilliance and consequences by picking the show name that you did, mm -hmm. like in my case, my show is named after me and my co-host you were able to evolve in bringing other people on and even changing out co-host over time. Right. And it didn't have an impact on your show name. Right. And, that, that's where, and I think that's a great, great uh, strategy in of itself. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll talk obviously about uh, how to pick the name for your show, you know, on a future episode, uh, but that's going to do it for episode two of the launch your live show podcast. You know, for those of you who want to follow along if you want to check out the blog post that's also associated with this with some more details or ask any questions, head to launcher.live forward slash EP2. We'll see you next week with another topic. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.